We've got Dominic Adams, Our Game, How the Americans Speak, and the Sapio app today on It's Complicated. You're listening to It's Complicated with your hosts, Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli, coming to you live from the AfterBuzz TV studios in Los Angeles, California. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Lauren. And I'm Jen. And today, our drink of the day is hashtag bromance, Mm -hmm. red vintner wine, courtesy, or vintner's red wine, courtesy of uh, buywine.com, because it's a camo bottle with a dog tag. Guys, I mean, what's more manly than that? Perfect. And we're about to have a bromance with our guest who's going to arrive soon. It's perfect for our guest, actually, in a bromance way and in another way, because we have Dominic Adams in the studio, and he is on the History Channel's miniseries 6 about uh, Navy SEAL Team 6. Which is badass. Uh, badass. So, um, Six, if you don't know about it, it's a very authentic portrayal of what it means to be a member of C- the SEAL team. And it follows the members of Navy, Navy Team SEAL Six, like we said. There are modern American warriors who have this covert mission to eliminate a Taliban leader in Afghanistan. It goes awry when they find out that an undercover U.S. citizen is working with the terrorists. And that may or may not be... Michael, Dominic's character, he is the brother of an American who was killed by the lead Navy SEAL of the show, and he is now, like, working with this terrorist organization to, like, avenge his brother's death. Sneaky. So, yeah, it's, it's like, Homeland-ish, kind of, like, are they, aren't they? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's inspired by real missions, guys, so that should tell you this is, like, a legit yeah. story. Um, and the series authentically captures the inside world of this elite group, the special ops unit, you know, and what these SEALs do. Because I think they people do don't necessarily shit. know. Like, yeah. They're badass. They're the not training, just, like, regular. The training they have to go through is... it. I knew someone that was a Navy SEAL, like a real one, yeah. and he told me some of the shit he had to do. And I'm like, how can humans even do that? It's crazy. Hard to say. But maybe we'll find out some insight because yeah. Dominic will share that with us. Yeah. Um, but this show goes into the SEALs, per- their personal lives, which, by the way, they have, like, lives. They're not just machines. They're not just robots. Right. Except they become that a little bit. Yeah. Um, they've got, like, wives and families and, you know, they suffer loss and siblings mm-hmm. and the whole thing. Um, you know, we see the life and death decisions that they make to protect and serve their country. And... It's just a badass team. It is. Really. I've always been so fascinated with the SEALs because of the fact that I was like more aware of the Israeli special ops guys. (laughs) Right. Um, But then I was like, wait, we have U.S. guys that do that, too? I mean, it's it's really, really insane, very highly skilled individuals. And it's obviously interesting to watch a show about it. And there's so much going on, like, you know, in the with when they killed Osama bin Laden and when, you know, like, it's just, it's it's in the news. And so this is like, a again, an insight into what goes on in a personal story with that. And But before Dominic was this tough guy, he was, you may have seen him in a very different role. He was in 2014, he was on uh, the Lifetime comedy drama Devious Maids. He was Tony Bashira. He was a bodyguard. So he was like playing the sexy, you know, man sexual piece of white British chocolate. Although he's not British on the show. But now he is like totally different. Badass, like I'm gonna, you know, avenge my brother's death. So these are very different roles. So you're used to seeing him as someone else. But you know, I mean Dom's pretty, he's a very attractive bloke. Well, we're gonna have him in here, guys. He's also like you said, a bloke. He's got a British accent. Um, He was born in Bristol, England. He grew up there with his younger sister. His father is half Persian, half Iranian. And his mother is British. Um, And he made his film debut in the Joe Meek story, yeah. which sounds like uh, the Joe Black. It, maybe it was Meet like Joe Black. Joe it's Black. like the other, yeah, like, like the mix other around. Um, so that's where he got his start. He's here now, and you guys make sure to watch Six on the History Channel. It's every Wednesday at 10 um, p.m. PST, and if you need to catch up on the episodes, you can watch them in full online on thehistorychannel.com and it just got picked up for season two. So yay for them. Yay! Um, so guys, we're going to talk to Dominic about how he went from this sexy boy toy 
to a badass brother, how he relates to being English Middle Eastern while living on American soil. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a whole, you know, mishmash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of all the things. Um, and how he, this might be similar to who he attracts and how he plays different roles in the world of dating. Because yeah. if he's a mishmash, maybe he's got to be a mishmash for all the dating situations well, he gets no. in. I mean, I think women expect certain things. Like, they want you to be a man, but they want you to be sensitive. Like, how does he balance the roles in the dating world? And then also in his, like, acting life, he's got to play this, like, sex pod, and then he's got to play this badass covert undercover American that turned to the other people like I mean he's like and all- he's multicultural on yeah. top of it so it's like all the multicultures we're gonna talk to him about how he <laughs> makes all these things work how he plays all these different roles I mean it's gotta be exhausting yeah anyway before we talk to him though we're gonna fill you in on what we've been up to this last week and let's air our dirty laundry oh do it so I had a date um on Thursday after our show last week with a guy who I was pretty excited about. Yes. He drove all the way up via Uber from Hermosa to see me. Nice. Made great reservations at a restaurant. We had a three and a half hour date where we just talked and talked and talked and it was really nice and I was like into him. He's a little bit older like our guest Brian Howie says he thinks I should go older. Mm -hmm. So this guy's 44. I'm 32 going on 21. Um, and so it was a really nice time. I had a great time. Did with you find out if like he was married before and has kids? Was not married, was in long-term relationships, prides himself on being a relationship guy. Okay. Um, but he seems like he's like getting serious. He said he had dated for a year and like only recently um, joined the dating app world. Great. And so that's how we met on Bumble, actually. And He's like, thank you for looking like your photos and your dog's real cute. That's one of the reasons like I was like so excited about you. I'm like, That's oh great. my God, she's putting her to work. Yes. This is all working out. Anyway, so we'll see if we hang out again. I'm not Good. really sure. He was out of town for work. We'll see where it goes. Okay. Um, and then I had a girls' night in on Friday. And then Saturday did taxes, oh. got ahead of that, got mm-hmm. money back. Pretty excited. Had a puppy play date. Drank all the wine. So mm. they were playing while we were drinking. It was great. Perfect. Um, then Oscars went to an event. And... I got hit on hard by a guy that was there. It was pretty funny. And I actually gave him a lot of credit because he... I was sitting with friends. It wasn't like I was sitting alone. He sent her a note. Yeah, guys. Here it is. Uh, It's a note that he wrote on a receipt. And it was like his name, his Instagram account, his email address, his phone number, his likes. The check the box things is the cutest thing ever. Ever. It was like... She sent it to me at the Oscar party I was at and I showed every single person in the room. Well, now all of you know who he is and how to get in touch with him because there is his information for you to see. So, Brian Hicksie, Hickerson, that's that's what your your shit's out to. Great. All the earth. Air your dirty laundry. Yeah, there we go. Anyone can reach out to him. But anyway, he sent me, like, a dessert to my table. He came up and shook That me. is the cutest. Like, the hands of the, like, guys I was sitting with. Love he, like, it. It was great. It went on for hours. It was, like, the thing that made the event even more fun. Yeah. And I, I gotta give it to him. Like, he had a lot of guts. So, anyway, Love there that. was that. And then, this Tuesday, we had Beauty and Bubbles event mm-hmm. with all of our girlfriends. Um, it's a gift exchange. We all brought a beauty item and we gave it to each other and did like a white elephant kind of thing in exchange and everyone left with prezzies. And I think it's good to do these kind of things because you bring things to other people's like attention that you wouldn't normally. Like none of these things I would normally buy for myself, but then I got them and you're like, oh, see, this there is good. Go. And then you can b- share them with other people. And uh, tonight we have an event with our friend um, Braun, who we interviewed, mm-hmm. and hopefully that'll be fun. Um Friday, I had a ugh, bad day at work. I got into a car accident. What? It was not. I mean, it was like actually not. It was not bad. I but the the damage was bad because it was the a bus. I was in stop and go traffic, and the bus the bumper on the bus is higher than. So my bumper didn't touch the bumper of the bus. Had it been like a car, it would have been like a bump on a bumper. But it like made the hood go in. And they're like, we're not even... It's a really old car, thank God. It was my work at work. And they're like, we're not fixing it because it's old. <gasps> like, we don't... They almost gave it away to their friend, like, a month before. Oh, my God. Well, just, good. But still, it was, like, traumatizing. And, like, I had two... My boyfriend had two free tickets to Finding Neverland. And he was, like... He loves to do things with his daughter. Like, he, like, prides himself on, like, taking her places and doing fun things. But, like, he was like, do you want to take her? And I'm like, ugh... I feel bad because I know you really want to go. And he's like, no. And I was, like, getting off work late that day because all that crap happened. And so I was like, I'm barely going to make it to you in time. I haven't eaten anything. Like, 
He's like, just come. I got to hit the house. He had a Tupperware of salad and a glass of rosé and just handed it to me. And, like, his daughter was all ready to go in her little outfit. And, like, I was like, this is the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me. He got us in the car, drove us to the theater, dropped us off, and then picked us up again. Cute. He's like your very own Uber. All because he wanted me to go with her. And he's like, I just love that you want to be there and do these things and I was like it was just really really nice um Saturday I got my hair did finally I had a lot of grays to cover it was fun (laughs) um my hairstylist so I think everyone needs somebody like this in their life whether you're gay or straight or whatever but I think it's nice to have a man that has a masculine point of view but a a part of a feminine energy has nothing to do with the fact that he's gay or maybe it does but what it is is that it just that's who he is and it's so nice to talk to somebody about relationships from that perspective. So he, like, gives you his, like, he can relate to me about what I like, but then he gives you, like, a man's perspective. So I love, I think everyone needs somebody like that in their life. Um, I'm in the market, so call me if you want to be my friend. Yeah, and um, we celebrated my boyfriend's dog's birthday. Cute. It was, like, a whole day with a cupcake, and, like, we had lunch at Zinc and, like, went to our friend's house after it had more wine, and, like, you know, you can drink with your dogs. You can also drink when there's kids around, too. Do it all the time. Yeah, it's fun. Um, And yeah, it was just so L.A. It was like, hi, dog birthday. We're blowing a candle out at this like trendy restaurant in there. (laughs) It was really fun, though. Um, Why did you guys pick Zinc? Because I just was like, we wanted to do it somewhere over by me. And so I was like, how about here? I sent a list and he just picked that one. And then we were like, okay, cool. Um, And it's beautiful and it's outside and it's like great in West Hollywood. Yeah. And we sat by the fire, the table by the fire. It was really nice. Um, And uh, Oscar Sunday, I cooked all day and ruined my manicure. It never lasts anyway. So annoying. Um, But I made like a big pot of chili and cornbread and we had people over again, drank. But because I was cooking all day and like drinking like I just never got drunk really but I did burn the tips of my fingers cutting a jalapeno pepper and it fucking hurts so like don't housewife problems. ever do that um, and I got my taxes done too I got taxes back <laughs> we're so adult and the beauty night was great I'm doing the next one and it's sex sex related do sex yeah. So yeah. what? Whatever that means to the people invited, that's we're what gonna that take is. pictures, and we'll when that happens, it's gonna be sometime this month, guys. We will show you. We'll recap it here, and you can see all the sex uh-huh. toys we get. It's gonna be great. <laughs> um, speaking of toys, guys, we went to Oscars gifting suites. Yes, and you know, like we did with the Grammys, and we're gonna show you all the cool things we got here. from there. Um, we went to our favorite, the Doris Bergman gift lounge yeah, at so fun. Fig and Olive. And so that's where our drink of the day came from, mm-hmm. um, from buywines.com. We also, uh, by the way, guys, I mean, buywine.com yeah, they, is like the largest thing ever. It's They gave us all these wines. And basically they like, the, it's like a subscription to wine, but they also give you like it's like wine knowledge. Yeah. So if you want to learn about like this grape and this vineyard and what kind of other wines this company makes or whatever, like you can tell them what kind of wines you like, they send them to you. And then it's, you can ask questions and gain knowledge about how to drink wine and what to pair it with. And because wine is like its own language. So I think that's an awesome thing that they give you that extra tool with the wine. It's not just like, here's some wine. No. And you can get wine from anywhere. It's not just one company. And it has, like, travel information and, like, yeah, all these kinds of things. Like, if you want to plan a getaway, it's, like, the place to go for wine info. We're yeah, into it. all wine info. It's great. And yeah. they gave us a million bottles. This is one of them. So you'll be seeing some interesting bottles. We'll introduce them to you on the shows to come. And then, speaking of bottles, we have the Spa Girl cocktail right here. Guys, guess what? Pear It is only 49 calories a serving. Damn. Already mixed for you already mixed and it's not like chemicals or anything. No, it's pear martini um, is the flavor we have here Um, and it was created by a woman um, named Karen Haynes and she's been sharing this with family like her family and friends for years and she just concocted this thing that's fresh, tasty and refreshing Yeah, and we're pretty excited about it. We're going to maybe, you know, have some more of her beverages on the show and try them all out. We can't wait to break it out. Uh, Dr. Paracone, guys, you've definitely heard of him. He gave us a box of things Things. There's like teas and vitamins and eye cream and cloud cream and cold ice, plasma, yeah, which is, retails for like $180. Dude, these things are already helping our hungover skin. Oh, yeah. I already feel like I put the eye cream on and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Um, it's pretty exciting. It, the eye cream is brightening eye cream and it's got antioxidants and some other stuff from their pre 
Empt series. It's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And oh, these. Uh-huh. We're wearing bracelets from My Saint, My Hero. They're blessing bracelets, necklaces, earrings, mm-hmm. and accessories. And each purchase of My Saint, My Hero inspirational jewelry empowers women through meaningful work. Yes. It's now in over 2,000 stores throughout the country. And so we got these bracelets. Yeah. So tell us about these bracelets. The bracelets that we're wearing right now are like a prayer partner bracelet. So you give them to somebody else and then you remind each other that like you're offering support in your journey of life and faith. And there is like a religious feel behind it, but it doesn't have to be that. They're all just a message about like they're great gifts because you, if you have something you want to tell somebody, you give it to them that they have this message every time they look at their bracelet that they wear every day. It reminds them of you and the message that you're trying to send. It's great. So go, you know, find more of these. They're great price. They're great presents. They're amazing. Yes. And who doesn't love a meaningful present? Uh, Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we're wearing these lovely necklaces from Twisted Silver. Twisted Silver is so great. They have, like, refurbished metals that they make into jewelry. And they're, like, there's this beautiful... um, like vintage feel to it, but it's modern. Like a choker that's like a chain. Amazing. And you can wear it all the time because, so the natural oils in your skin actually bring out the best qualities in the metal. Yeah. So you can like sleep in it, shower in it, all the things. Yeah. Love them. Um, also, we got a t- we got man stuff. We got a tie. Yeah. This For all is, the men out there. It's so cute. Um, yeah, because Art Lewin, I think is how you say it, mm-hmm. uh, Bespoke, um, it's, you know, they're a tailor in Los Angeles. They make all of their things. They're premiere. Everything's, like, custom. This is a tie we got. We are going to give this to the men in our lives because we like men man presents. Totally do. And you can go there and get a custom-made suit and shirts yeah. that are custom. So who doesn't love a good custom thing? Couture. Special for you. Uh-huh. And then because, last but not least, well, actually, a couple of things... Um, we hydrate from all this booze mm-hmm. with Hint Water, which is the best ever. It's fruit-infused water. So good. Zero calories, no sweeteners, no artificial flavors, made with real fruit. It's just this water, but like a little hint. Yeah, exactly. A hint of pineapple in mm-hmm. this case. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what do we have there? We have the oh, scrubs. These scrubs are great. They're like, you know, they're all natural and um, they're basically everything that this company makes is to promote healthy skin with vitamins and like they're basically their thing is like there's like three ingredients in here and it's like lemon and rosemary oil and they tell you how to apply and what it's for and their skins and uh, lotions and scrubs for your skin. They're awesome and they smell great and you could like eat them if you wanted. Yummy. Mm -hmm. Or you could eat the really delicious cakes that we had. Oh yeah. Um, Specialty cake designs, birthday cakes, cupcakes and more from they're called Zozo Bean Bakery, and it's named after their daughter. Their daughter who passed away, and the proceeds go toward what did she have? Kidney, some kind of cancer. Damn, it was like liver failure of some yes, sort. I liver. think, and so all the proceeds or a lot of their profit and proceeds go to helping, liver disease yeah. research. Yeah. So, which is great. ZoeTree.com. Z-O-E-Y tree.com. So if you guys have desserts that you want to order and send, you know, to a good cause, then that's a place to go. Yes. They're very good, too. Um, and really quick before we get Dominic in here, we are going to double tap that app because we have the Sapio app, guys. <laughs> I mean, right? Guys, you might be a sapiosexual and not even know it. You that's got, a thing. It's real. It's real. According to the Urban Dictionary, sapiosexuality refers to being attracted to someone's intelligence yes. above all physical features. Yeah, so it doesn't matter what gender you are, you are just attracted to this person. Because, And I get that. I mean, listen, if you are just sort of like so open-minded and not blinded by things like you know, womanly, womanly parts or manly parts, you might just like someone for who they are. Or they might be short but have the best intelligence ever, so I might be attracted to them. And that probably won't ever happen, no. but we can, one can dream. One can and dream maybe you for should somebody try that's the tall app with intelligence. Is, exactly. And this is how it works. They ask you open-minded questions. So it's like, how do you quantify someone's intelligence on an app? So they ask things like, uh... What topic could you talk about for hours without getting tired? Or what's the best concert you've ever attended? Or what are your hopes and dreams? What's inside my head? What are your achievements? Hypotheticals. They're just more esoteric about the questions they ask and less like you know, technical. Like, what's your sign? Like, what's your favorite color? Like, these things are more... They get deeper in your head, I think. And it, it has you focusing on somebody who you might just find those things that you are attracted to inside instead of, like, outer appearance. Interesting. Yeah. Which I think ties back to our guest because he's got all kinds of things going on as yeah. far as, like, he's British, he's Middle Eastern, he's all sorts of things. Yeah. But, like, 
what's it, underneath it what's, all. Right. He could be incredibly intelligent, too. So, like, maybe... You dig some, you dig deeper. You dig deeper because someone's outward appearance isn't always what you want it to be. No, don't or, judge a book by its cover. Or maybe you didn't know that you would like that person because you're judging them based yeah. on like what you said. Yeah. So you just don't know, guys. You never know. And sometimes you get like you know you get blinded by the way someone looks too. So then you never know. Even if you like it, so then you never know how to like get deeper. or how to dig deeper, and that might, even if you don't go on the app, you might want to ask someone those questions anyway. Yeah, I think you should probably just start with finding out if they're So smart. next time you go on a date with somebody, you say, like, hypothetically, what could you talk about for hours and hours without getting tired? And maybe we'll ask Dominic that question, because he's here. Hello! Hi! Okay, so, so you, you, hi, you can see yourself on that camera, so center yourself. I'm sure you're pretty good at looking at yourself. Um, I'm darling. really bad at looking at uh-huh, myself. Uh-huh, yeah. I'm I sure. wonder if that really is the correct... Headset. Is it? Can you hear yourself? Speak. Say something. I can hear myself. I think it's right. Marissa, is that good? No? Yes? What? What? Keep talking. Keep talking. Okay, that's not a problem for me. Yeah, he is. How are you today? Hi, great. So good. Thanks for coming. Yeah. It's my pleasure. So we have some beverages for you. Yeah. We're drinking... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm way ahead of you. Yeah, great. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Lovely. Okay, well, we're drinking. Look at this. Is this wine? Romance red wine. Wow. Is this not perfect for you? That is just incredible. Camo, dog tag, the whole yeah. thing. We, Good job, ladies. We did that just for you. Red wine. Yeah, you know what? That's how we. That's <laughs> how we. It's Thursday, Thursday. It is more importantly. It's almost your birthday. It is. It is nearly my birthday. Two and weeks. are you going to like do something crazy? Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I remember um, you used to like to drink wine. Do you still do that? I'd, I'd love to drink wine. Um, okay. I'm a red wine drinker. Okay. Great. Well, then this worked yeah, out. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. my red to taste like blood. Uh, it has to be no, <laughs> you, It has to be full and meaty. That is the weirdest yeah, thing I've ever heard no, in my it's life. Not. Don't. I like my red to taste like blood. Okay. okay. I thought he was going to say, like, I like my red like I like my women. Red. Dark and strong. Oh, no. just wow. red. Okay. That, that, all right. <laughs> that works, too, I guess. I don't know. Well, well don't you could have d- maybe been a little more creative about that. I don't think maybe telling people that you like your red wine to taste like blood is... I like it. I think... Th- th- thank you. I, it's dark thank and twisty, you. and then makes you think. Okay. You are so kind. Thanks. Um Yeah. I mean, the of... wine connoisseurs out there, they know what I'm talking about. Oh, okay, great. That's me. No, not, <laughs> obviously not. not you, Lauren. I honestly you know, just drink You just wine. drink it. I just yeah. drink it. Any way that it comes. It. Right. Any way that it comes. That's like how men. I, I like my wine like well, I like my men. Any, any way that they come. Any way. Okay. You know what? Um, so. <laughs> Dominic. You. Yeah. Um, well, welcome to the show. Yeah. Thanks Thank for coming. Yes. Um, so we we were talking about your show that yeah. you're on. Yes. Uh, six, which is real cool. Six. That, six. Six. Yeah. 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 Um, so how did you even get into acting in the first place? <clears throat> um, I realized at a young age that uh, I liked being center of attention. Mm-hmm. Um, See how he smiles as he's saying all I this. then realized... At least he's honest. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, we're all friends here. Yeah. Um, I then realized that I could do that and not get in trouble. In fact, get praised yeah. uh, by being on the stage. Um, and then subsequently fell in love with it and and wanted to learn as much as I could about what it is and the craft and, and, and just really jump into it. So it kind of happened around, uh, say, 13. So. Mm-hmm. 13 years old? Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then you were like in, you started out in theater and things like that, right? I did. Uh, you may be able to tell that I'm English. Um, you may not. Is that what that is? Yeah, not Australian. <laughs> no. Um, people, do, people don't really think that, do they? They do all the time. Really? They do all the time. No, you know what? I feel like Australian accents you could mistake for English accents, but I wouldn't necessarily say yours. Um, question for you. Please. You are like quite different. tall. Is there any way you can slouch a little bit? Um, um, yeah. Just I can the, have really bad posture. Great. Or that I can is, just like sort of chubby. Yeah, you know what? Next we promote yeah. that here. Okay. All right. Bad posture. That Perfect. works for is our engineers here. Yeah. yeah. I'm fitting. In. Okay, great. Yeah. Great. We just want everyone to see your face and not cut off at the neck. Mm-hmm. No comment. Um, so, <laughs> oh my god, it's what? gonna be like this the whole show. What? It's fine. Um, you okay? So most people saw you break out on Devious Maids. That was like a big thing for you. Break How? out of my clothes. Break, yeah. That, so, <laughs> were so, you naked? I, well, I mean, it's Devious Maids. Yeah. It, but, yeah. You know, there was a lot of uh, me walking into a kitchen to have a conversation. 
with no shirt shirtless. On. How did you feel about doing that? Did you feel objectified? Oh, like he cares. I know. No, I, no, no. That's I'm going to be completely honest. With you. That isn't something I love. You know why? why? It it was a very um, it was a very interesting. I'm very grateful. It was a great experience. I worked with some wonderful people. Uh, you know, it was it was a necessary experience for me. Um, but you know, there's an element of I, I am not. I'm more than you know my physique. Sure. Or and you know I'm a trained actor. I've spent a long time learning and uh, trying to get a grasp, but at least being decent at it. <laughs> and you know, it's not just about oh I can have got some abs or some. I mean, you know, it's but you about do have more abs. Than that. Yeah. I might do. How, yeah. like how I many? used to. <laughs> there's, there's a few, though. You know, sometimes you just have to be a pretty show pony, Dominic. Yeah, Lauren, you know, I mean, <laughs> maybe at times you do. And listen, if, if that is the way that you're going to, if that's how people see you, then you should embrace it for that yes. point in time in your life. And for Devious Maids, you were the pretty show pony. Well, also the show itself, I feel like you sort of I mean, knew what you were getting yeah. involved with. Yeah, no, for sure. And look, like I said, it's not any sort of... Uh, bad taste about the show or anything like that it was just you know there was times where I just thought I wanted to be recognized for my talent well now Not you're now talent. in a much different role yes completely so different. Oh, completely different yeah. and you're also okay so you're an American that's defected correct tell us a little bit about your character yeah Michael um, is the name of the character and he you know is an American born first generation American uh, Michigan, born and raised, loves. He's a, you know pretty much an American, all around American boy. Loves sports, girls. Is a great uh, student, diligent, hardworking. But then, in a post nine eleven world, he is first generation American, like I said, and his parents are Lebanese. And things started to change for him uh, after nine eleven. It's an attitudes towards him, his family. And events in his life conspired to mean that he turned his back on the country of his birth. Mm -hmm. um, and you get into the show and you join Michael in present day as a high up in the strategy and planning of a terrorist organization. Um, but, you know, we see a guy who is intelligent and thoughtful and charming and it's not what necessarily you would perceive a bad guy a terrorist yeah to be or what has been shown on U u.s television you before. can right and you can almost see like it it goes so deep into your background and and like why you do the things you do that you almost it's not like oh well this is just a bad guy it's almost like you're like well i get that like why motive. he would do I get the motive I get why he went that way which is almost like forgivable but well that's why I think I don't know if people are rooting for you or not but they're definitely not like that guy's just a dick and nobody likes him like there's something interesting to keep watching absolutely and you know part of the aim for me in playing Michael and doing this and working with the writers very closely was that it was humanizing this man mm -hmm. you know because after all that's what we all are we're all human this man is still in touch with his humanity he is involved in some slightly nefarious things and I don't condone you know senseless violence or killing on any side right. it doesn't matter on any side um, and then it's about presenting that this is a man who because of the circumstances of his life is here and you then see him juxtaposed against a hero mm -hmm. um, in this case Walton Goggins plays uh, this character Rip who is a former Navy SEAL SEAL Team 6 member who has also done questionable yeah. and dubious things so you're looking at who's, it yeah, from a level playing field totally, who's right. right, who's wrong, who's good, who's bad in war bad shit happens yeah. and Where's the justification? It plays with that notion of like, if you're killing somebody, like an eye for an eye kills everyone. Like, does it really matter right. whose side you're on? And whose side is right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, personally, personally, my opinion is that if you've gotten to war, if that's where you're at, you know, there is no winner. I, you know, people are dying. I agree. It doesn't right. matter 
that's you know it's it's lost like mm-hmm. nobody wins i agree um so it's yeah it's really been about confronting that notion through the aperture of a man who a lot of people you know you'd get well he's the bad guy okay but let's investigate that and yeah you know having people really think on that and 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 posing questions to them and seeing that on social media and seeing people say i can kind of understand where he comes from yeah or i kind of feel for him i don't want him to die like it's that's been a real then you're doing your job you right. think right yeah. like that's the goal is not to yeah. just play some villain but to like no. you said humanize it and exactly. have people relate and see it through a different perspective and not just make it some dumb mean villainous character that's yeah. easy right. that's easy yeah so it's, it's been it's been it's been really quite something to get to see people have that kind of response that's it's great me, that must be satisfying yeah, and also amazing. does it hit home at all for you being that you are not from this country with all the things going on in the country and, right now yeah. with like the immigration and everything else I think I you know I, I speak to a lot of people when it's obviously the last nearly two months have been very tumultuous and very confusing and upsetting and you know, I, this is the country of my living. I live here. I'm part of the society here. I pay my taxes here. But I don't get to vote here yet. I don't, you know, so I have to live in this construct without having the ability to actually have my say in it. Um, I'm also a man, English born and raised, but my father's Iranian. And it's been a difficult time it's been mm-hmm. a really confusing upsetting time for me personally and it, it's made me think about the show and what's going on and you know we just got picked up for a season two as we go into that it's more important than ever the story that we tell and how this character michael being an, a muslim american is treated and how he is represented more important than ever yeah um, it, it must really hit a home for you yeah, yeah, it's my dad's birthday's in May. Um he's never been to visit me in Los Angeles and uh you know I I really wanted to bring him out here uh for his birthday. He is an English citizen. Uh you know, he's lived in England since he was 19. Um but he also has an Iranian passport. So he has dual on that basis, you know, he's he he, he can't yeah, he, well, he can't. can't come to right. visit it's crazy i can't really even. crazy like the fact that there's nothing around that like you can't you don't have options it's yeah, yeah i mean i you know i can't bring my my father to you know send me who is a right. pretty, british yeah. citizen it's so just can weird. you go there yeah yeah, yeah for right. sure for sure but then can you come back yes okay yes yes, yes. well I'm, it's not you wouldn't be looked upon in a different way maybe well uh, you just have I, you. I hope not because i don't think i would uh react to that very well but um <laughs> No, I mean, you know... Well, you're a British citizen, yeah, so I mean, it's just yeah, that. English yeah, English born and raised. Yeah. I, so you're yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, yes, hopefully. <laughs> oh, well, you never, well, maybe don't never knows. <laughs> yeah, don't, just don't Try go. Try FaceTime first. If you don't ever see me yeah. or hear from me again... That's what so happened. great. Yeah, it was like, lo- it's been a pleasure. Today. You've yeah. got lovely eyes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, okay, so now, you know, we know that the Michael relates. There's so many different... There's so many similarities to you and what's going on in the world and all of that. And it's a, it's a great, you know... Uh, topical subject and for you you're it's hitting home like so that must really show in your work but like what did you do to prepare for the role just beyond the finding the similarities in your personal life was there anything physical you had to do uh well it was well <laughs> just to point pick up on the physical uh point it was very interesting for me as someone who's always trained and always lifted and always been doing martial arts and you know kind of a very athletic guy in my life to jump on a show where i'm not that's not what i am and there's yeah. a lot of that in the show yeah because you have guy but guys you weren't Navy part seals. of you yeah. weren't part of like they didn't want you to be part of that just for like brotherhood thing that was just the seal guys they like, yeah, yeah just the seal guys and i was i was and they go and they've spoken at length about how some of the, the training they had to go through, which was like a mini, very, very, very mini, mini version of. Let's make that clear. Yeah. Some of the things that real 
people wanting to be seals would have to go through and they talk at length about that being one of the most difficult things they've ever had to do do they bring in like a real like former seal yeah, or somebody yeah. with training that like comes yeah. in oh we, my God, we, we uh, our, our lead technical consultant is a guy called Mitchell Hall um, long serving uh, Navy SEAL uh, I think he did 17 years Jeez. Um, and he was the technical consultant on Zero Dark Thirty oh okay oh wow survivor so great pedigree and a really fascinating man. Um, so he was overseeing all of the elements uh, on the show to make sure that we were really kind of staying in a in a realistic zone. Yeah. Um, and then obviously they actually took the actors to these camps. There's a place in San Diego called Seal Fit. Yeah. Where they I've heard of that. Y- you you go through the paces and sleep deprivation and you're Ugh. just being abused. Yeah. Basically for a few days. Um, so you did not have to do I that. didn't have to do any of that. Did you want to, Yes, I mean, I'm a very, I, yeah. I did. And like I said, again, I mentioned they said how difficult it was, but, you know, I'm a kind of masculine, natural man at times. Yeah. At times. I'm in touch with my feminine side. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I didn't, so it was kind of interesting to not be that yeah. when there's a lot of that going on. But, you know, I still continued doing my own stuff. Sure. Um, and then aside from that, it's a lot of research, a lot of research into I really needed to understand the world that Michael's in. The show's very up to date in terms of we show you the use of social media yeah. as recruitment tools and um we I, I I could only do justice and represent truth in this if I really understood what was going on. And I wanted that to actually be on both sides. I wanted to understand how special ops and Navy SEALs and SEAL Team 6, I want to understand that world. And then I also want to understand the world that Michael inhabits um, and how those two yeah. uh, crisscross. Um, so it was a lot of reading. Um, and I learned some really, you know, really crazy, crazy things. Jeez. Um, yeah. I can it's imagine pretty, pretty like the, just the stories that come out of different if you're researching a specific person yeah. or whatever like that I mean and these you, these stories are based sort of like on actual events right yeah I mean it's there's definitely inspired by and there's definitely um there's definitely elements of stuff that we portray being very realistic um, but I think the specific stories are obviously fictional, but you draw from uh, the truth of the topical time of now. So where everyone f- sort of feels like they are at this time in the world is definitely like the the underlying narrative that's there in the story. It's just the the characters are fictional right. or whatever. Yeah, but it's coming from a very it. topical in the now like social media and things like that and what's going on with immigration and things yeah it's all present yeah so um, what came easier for you playing michael or tony or tony <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, very different it, yeah. it, it, it was tony was a very um devious maids was its own challenge because Mark Cherry, who who, who created uh, Desperate Housewives, who then created Devious Maids, has his own, very much has his own style. How he writes, there's a, there's a energy to it, there's a flow to it that I had to get used to. I had to learn. Mm-hmm. I had to understand that was kind of out of my wheelhouse. So that had its own challenges. The adjustment was yeah. probably different. Had yeah, its own challenges. This was obviously a lot more psychologically rooted and uh, a lot more taxing in terms of where I had to look within myself Mm. Um, so challenges in different ways Okay, and I had to run a lot more when I was on Devious Maids because I needed to make sure that the definition was uh, more visible got it now you're you're in shirts and things and so it doesn't really (laughs) matter now you're clothes (laughs) now you're clothes so uh, we never know season two might take a drastic strange turn is there a vote like can we vote online (laughs) Michael is not allowed to wear shirt or pants in season two listen we died if if he gets to season two we oh well I'm sure we don't want well with a finale next week tune in you'll find out okay maybe (gasps) scary okay well, you know, I mean, you have these dual things happening in your life and in the in the show, and so when you're like in a relationship, do you feel like you are 
like a mesh of different things. Like you just said, I am very manly, but I have a, a feminine side. Do you think that's important to have those two things? How feminine are you? How feminine <laughs> can you get? On the Kinsey scale. Okay. <laughs> How feminine can you get and why? Why do you say that about yourself? Well, uh, I think it's extremely important to have an understanding and resonance with the full spectrum of what it is to be a human being and as a man it's like that I always say that you know you and and this goes for anybody male or female you're never more powerful than when you're willing to be vulnerable Um, that is true power and people have this notion that oh being strong being 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 tough is to to keep your emotions at bay not to show i mean that's just nonsense yeah. you know it's um the ability and the bravery to be able to confront and be honest about how you feel and relate to other people with that um is is so important as as i grow as a man as i learn more about myself and more about uh what the world is to me and and what relationships and connectivity means to me you know it's been more clear that i need to embrace that and um and i love to do so so you know we can call it feminine and if we if we are to use that term it's more just about being able to relate and be honest with your emotions um but i think you know for any relationship to function at a deep, meaningful, truly loving, connected level, that has to be there. So one hundred percent, totally. And so, do you feel like now that you're older, that not that old, Lauren, older okay. than being twenty-five? Do you feel like that you allow that to come out quicker, mm-hmm. and you're more okay with it, and that the vulnerability does make you feel like strong? It's not. It's about living your life that yeah. way. You know, I, I always. It's like integrity consistency authenticity these are kind of the the flash words flash cards that i would say i want to have in my life as the way i show up and how i conduct my my affairs so is that what your dating profile would say i am all of these things i've never had a dating profile. so you're not on any dating apps you never never have been what is your relationship status i find that i'm single okay okay i find that very i i don't know i there's something about you know having choosing pictures of myself putting a song to it <laughs> that that just speaking specifically of Ryan yes <laughs> yeah and I see friends and, be, and I'm just like I, I, uh, yeah it, it just is so it's kind of bizarre to me and then there's also I just don't think I want the, personally the situation where I could be in a bar or I could be in Whole Foods or even more so in Erwan to LA <laughs> Uh, market right by my house nowhere backwards Um, yeah and have someone be like oh I saw his profile I don't know for me it's just so I've never ever I've never so then how do you meet chicks how do you meet birds well it's been you know it's it's, birds I I, I don't know that I have been meeting many too too busy Um, I'm open I'm open to an amazing relationship with an amazing woman you're exotic do you like exotic women I have a little soft spot for yeah. a little bit of exoticness. British? Like how exotic, Do you like yeah. British women, American women? Don't I don't care. think American women are exotic, are they? Yeah, you um, can. Listen, oh. I've got, I guess it's exotic to you because you're not. I'm so. an equal opportunity employer. <laughs> I, uh, I say that too. I have. A I lot, am too. I have a lot of love. I have a lot of love for for amazing women um, and a lot of respect for women. Um, I was raised by one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, and I mean, you have a sister. Yes, I, I, and I have a wonderful younger sister who I love, who's a who's a who's a mother. Yeah, and uh, you know, does that make really you want kids? You're it's a niece. You have a niece, right? Yes, yeah. I have a niece who's nearly a year and a half. I've always known. I've always wanted. I've always known that I want. And you children. have younger brothers too. I do. I have a brother who's thirteen and a brother what? who's seven. I that's can't young. believe he's thirteen. Oh, crazy! Oh, crazy <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, that just made me feel Laura, so old. Do you need to use the restroom? No, it's just. It doesn't, it's, I remember, it's like, I remember Dominic and I know each other from acting class. I remember when he was like six. Yeah. And the oh, the other one wasn't alive then. No, he was like no, a baby. Baby. Oh. Um, yeah, 
I love children, and you know, I've, I've tutored, I've worked with children in outreach programs. That's something that's really uh, important to me, and I've always known what having kids would do to me. And it's just, especially, I mean, I'd love to have both, but I mean, having a little girl, I know that's. Uh, I always say it's. I, I I see it like having your heart walk around outside of you. And, uh, <gasps> that's a great way to describe yeah. it. You know what? Man, my boyfriend has a daughter, and it is not. I cannot describe how it feels to watch him love her. Cannot describe it. It's pretty. pretty It's like it's like very powerful. I don't think that's something you could. I mean, that's the best way I've ever heard it described. Well, thank you. So there you go. Everyone, go have girls. And uh, and (laughs) also to say there is there is the the biggest challenge and test. An honor that, in my opinion, that a man can have in his life is to raise a woman. I mean, oh yeah, you know, there is nothing more. There is nothing I think that puts a man in front of himself and confront himself uh, in terms of a mirror than 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 raising a woman. Um, and yeah, I really hope that I get to experience that privilege. Oh. Well, my psychic told me I'm only having girls, so Ugh. there's so that. Mine told me a was boy that like and a, a girl. Sublim- was that like a subversive? <laughs> yeah. So there we go. Are we going to check in in two years, and if I haven't and you haven't, you see what happen. works out? See if you can make yeah. that cool. girl we'll have that I like back. how you did that. See how she did that there? Smooth. Um, Thanks. You know what else we're going to do? We're going to play a game with you really quick before yeah. we go. Are you ready? Okay. So you play an American who defected. And you yourself are not American, yes. but you live in America. It's all very confusing. Yeah, we you don't follow even, that. It's complicated. We don't okay. even know how. Right. We don't you. even know how you keep things okay. straight, really. No, but they do stay straight. Since yeah. yes, <laughs> since you live here and you steal all of the male American actors' jobs yes. and their women, the least you could do is don't know if there's ownership. Lord. Yes, no. I <laughs> think decided. the least you could do. You stole them. You see, you have done it, and I think the least you could do is learn how to speak like the people you pretend to be or not pretend to be or whoever it is that you're so we are going to give you a british (laughs) word or term or phrase and you have to tell us what that is in american like what we say in america basically to translate it okay to american but in an american accent yeah okay okay ready all right uh the british say eggy bread what is that um uh, French toast. Yeah. Ooh, Wait, was that your American yeah, accent? Yeah, that's his American accent. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. It's monkeys outside. Um, uh, I'm obviously a really bad English person. <laughs> it's monkeys outside. Uh, it's raining cats and dogs. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah it's cold. It's cold. And oh, I, I like your accent. American yeah, accent it's there. so good. <laughs> that was good. Okay, when someone says a, a dog's dinner... What are they saying? I'm really bad at this game. Um, they are saying that uh, something has been made a complete mess of. Okay, no, actually, it's uh, that you're dr- the American accent is good, but it's that you're dressed well. Like a dog's dinner means you're dressed well. According I, again, to this. Okay. I'm I am obviously fine. a very bad English. Okay, yeah, man. you should reconsider. Okay. You should maybe just be American because yeah. you're good at that. Yeah. Well, yeah. So. Well, I'm very good with English. Uh, very naughty English words. Maybe yeah. really? next time we'll okay. do it. Okay. Is All there right. another one? Uh, yeah, there's a couple. So, Her Majesty's Pleasure. I don't know how far I can go with this. However you want. Okay. Um, there's plenty more where that came from. Yeah, I mean, it's, it says it's to be impressed, so I guess Her you Majesty's take that. Pleasure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, what do you guys call a loud hailer? What is that in oh, America? Um, that's a uh, that's a that's a that's a that's a um, yeah. Uh, uh, hang on, hang on. I am gonna get there. That is a thingy phone. Um, a, yeah, yeah. A, hang on, hang on. <laughs> You're so oh, close. Uh, uh, f- uh, f- it's a megaphone. It all a megaphone. Yeah, that's what. But I was we knew you knew it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you it was it. the tip okay. of your tongue. You don't I'm not just say idiot. it every day. Um, all right, what is a rasher? It's a slice of bacon. Yes, it is. It's, it's a, so weird. Right, a slice of oh, bacon. I don't understand how this. Rasher of bacon. Okay, right. this to me is so fucking funny. You guys call 
<laughs> what we an elastoplast. What is that? That is a band aid. <laughs> Why is it so complicated of a word? Well, I know. Well, <clears throat> that's so scientific. <clears throat> I so. call it. I call it a plaster. Oh yeah, or plaster. A yeah. plaster. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Plaster. Right. Plaster. What's a bog roll? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very. Uh, it's it's a necessity. Every house. Must have one. Lauren might need one right now. <laughs> oh, wow. It's uh, what you use to wipe your fanny. Yeah. Your oh, my God. Fanny. But we don't say fanny. So. No, that's hey, what you mean. You do say. No. Yeah, we say ass. But I guess we say yeah. fanny. You say fa- we yeah. don't say fanny Unless in England. It- fanny it means. And this is one of the real big. Like fanny in England means not something very different to. What is there's the mean? front what and there's it? the back. Oh. Uh, what? No, no, no. So that's a very. That kind of cutesy way of say, saying using the, the front rather yeah. than oh, yeah. Okay. Is so that fan- why the fanny packs in the front? No, but you guys call fanny packs something else. It was yeah, no. Here. What do so, you call so, fanny so, packs? So, so, so we're getting so so crazy here. So a fanny pack. Bearing in mind that fanny in English means something else as opposed to here in English, it's called a bum bag. Yeah. What? So now backwards. you've got everything is back to yeah. front. A bum bag. Okay. So confusing. Well, yeah. I don't know. Um, all right. What is um, what is an estate car? That is a uh, uh, what do you call it here? You call it a uh, space wagon. Station wagon. Station wagon. Enough, space wagon. <laughs> Sounds cool. That's like the Tesla version. This is yeah. the space wagon. Yeah. This is gonna you know relate to your show a little. An yeah. action man. Um, it's a figurine. It's a uh, right? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, like a like G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Um, okay. G.I. Joe. A brawly. Umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. Brawly. A brawly. Yeah. And we need those a lot. And in you guys like right. nappies for diapers. Diapers and Pram a for a stroller pram. and bin for a trash. Look at you knowing all these things. Yeah. When you're R- hungry. Rubbish. Rubbish yeah. is garbage. Yeah. yeah. I like that one. I and say you're that. peckish. What's peckish? I, I once <laughs> I once said to Lauren I once said to Lauren years ago about her being peckish and she was like huh what? what what and I was like yeah you know if you're like I put an apple in my bag and he's like what are you bringing that along in case you get a bit peckish, peckish. is that I hungry was like, what? yeah no but yeah. if you have like a little bit of hunger yeah so you're not wanting to eat a meal yeah. but you need something to satiate the little desire you've got for some food. Okay, so peckish. peckish. So when you tell me you're hungry, you know, you know I'm going to be like, oh, peckish. You know no, how a bird like, yeah. pecks on like yeah. oh, okay. seeds? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're just, just a little... Hungry hmm. is different than peckish. Well, how do you say hungry? And, well, that's like start being You starved. say hungry. Okay. <laughs> I mean, well, that's boring. Then it's universal, <laughs> love. Is it? Well, fuck. You guys say elasto-fucking-plast. Yeah, that's well, not universal. Plaster. Whatever. That's still not. It's yeah, not band what, what What's Band-Aid? What's Band-Aid supposed to mean? It's a band that aids. I mean, yeah, that's true. What's plaster do? It builds a building. A plaster is, I mean, I guess because it sticks, but plaster is better than elastoplast. Band-Aid. Whatever. Ridiculous. Go elastoplast yourself out of here. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry for not being more American. Okay, and so you might switch back and forth. I don't know. Michael's Um, American, so you have to speak that way. Yes, I do. Um, It took a while for me to really have it and I, I I do now I you know I haven't uh, haven't been doing it a lot recently um, but because we we wrapped quite a while ago and then you know season two is not gonna we're not gonna start shooting until the summer I've been contracted I've been waiting to see what's happening with the season I've kind of been a little bit yeah uh, a lot of time on my hands so I haven't been in it as much as as usual um, but I'm still it just takes a slight moment for my brain to adjust and then yeah. and then but when I'm in it all the time I can just I, you switch yeah, easier really yeah. it's, it's crazy well and you listen to it all day long too so that yeah. helps yeah. I mean just you live in it so yeah. I'm sure that definitely helps okay um, before we wrap up you can't I mean any little tidbits about season two you're yeah. I wish I knew okay so I wish I li- literally like I wish I knew so but, you haven't um, even seen a script or anything yet no I mean we got picked up uh, last recently last yeah. week yeah Thursday of last week. Where do you guys shoot? We shoot in Wilmington, North Carolina. Wow. Okay. Fun. Which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Such a lovely little place. Amazing beach town. Mm-hmm. I also don't know the location of season two. Okay. Interesting. Do you ever date uh, people on set? 
be it like an actress or a crew person or date or just make sex with yeah you can make, make sex with them sex Oh, that sounds so great. Do you um, do the it's very sex? Romantic. Do, you, do the sex? You sound like Borat. They make the sex. That's what we have um, here. <laughs> do you, but do you do sex with people you work with? I yeah. don't think doing sex with, I don't think doing it sex. It sounds prettier when he says it. I yeah. don't think doing sex with somebody on set is always the smartest move. I know, move. but that doesn't but matter. You. you still do it. Yeah. Answer the question. Well, no, I don't know if I do do it. Dom, You know. On. I don't, you know, do you I just, I do, well, I, I don't drink that much, so okay. unless it's like a conscious, unless it's like a conscious shifting that I don't want to be part of it, but then I shouldn't be doing it in the first place. Right. Yeah. That um, makes sense. So have I, maybe, is that what I want to, you know, yeah. how, no. Yeah, um, of course not. It, you know, it's, you learn. it's complicated. It, it is. is complicated. You can, I am a firm believer and you can't help like how you feel or in those situations it's like okay so maybe I shouldn't you know fall in love this fast oh that's bullshit you don't have control over that maybe I shouldn't make sex with this girl because uh, she works with me oh fuck that you know you really want to have sex with her so just do it like I am just like come on you don't have I think that people think they have more control over those things than they really do I think feelings are something you can't control but actions that have no feeling associated so doing sex with somebody you don't really like you could probably say no but what's the difference you still want to do and then it affects how you act, and then ugh, you hold Sometimes it in. Sometimes it adds like good tension, probably for yeah. But that's I mean I, I think don't know. I, but it, they could be like, behind the scenes too. It's not someone in front of the camera. He could be wanting to make sex with the makeup girl. Yeah, maybe he did. Or the electrician, <laughs> or the grip, or the best or the, boy, yeah, or the, or the ga- gaffer. Yeah, gaffer. They are some the most delightful hairy men I've ever seen. <laughs> See, it's always um, a man, isn't it? Yeah. If you're on the Sapio app, you might like those people because you're just attracted to people for who they are. Yeah, it's all about intelligence things. on the Sapio app. See. That's what we're. Oh, it's a new is, one. Is that going to be the one that I that I? Maybe. There's no, no songs. In. If you break no songs in, right, yeah, and no, no in, photos. Yes. That's yeah. right. That it's true. It's not about how you look. No. Who you? It's about who you are inside. Uh-huh. Wow. Your intelligence. But you do have some time on your hands. You said you're not gone until June, so you might want to start dating. Yeah. I, well, I told you I'm open. There okay, you go. Let's try, let's try and I'm, set I'm, him up. Let's bring. If you have a birthday bash, we'll bring someone to your birthday bash. Uh, I'm figuring the birthday out right now. Your birthday is St. Patrick's Day. 17th of March, mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day, mm-hmm. indeed. Uh, lots of Biggest people drinking in day of the green year. Uh, and, it's not and my favorite. lying on the floor. No, I, it's a bit of a weird one. <laughs> it's stupid, but it's, it's a, a, a fun one. excuse to drink. It's like... It's Lauren, like, I think you have like any excuse to drink. Yeah, any of them. I don't fun. even need an excuse. I'm no. just saying We have this a show day, to drink, basically, yeah. like at 10 a.m. on a Thursday. People, people in Ireland don't even fucking celebrate, celebrate St. Patrick's no. Day. We do. It's just like a Cinco de Mayo. I'm Who not going to say Lauren right. brushes her teeth with Titos, but... Um, I probably do. But... So what? It's infused. There's alcohol in it. on the grapevine. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I have fun. She's not alone. Holla. I'm there with her, so... Yes. Wow. There drinking. are two drunk girls, well, not one. So you, So a large part of the show is about promoting alcoholism. Oh, it's not. We're responsible. No, it's actually promoting celebrations. Yeah. Okay. So we celebrate that we do this show every week yeah. with alcohol. Why not? And love a and drink complicated or two makes relationships. everything fun. So totally. why not just like yeah. celebrate life? Ab- yeah. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And mm-hmm. we're going to celebrate your birthday. We can't yeah. wait to come on. Where can everyone. We're inviting ourselves. Yeah. You guys, if you follow Dominic, you might be able to like see Spy. what he's doing. Where yeah. can people please find you? Please don't come. Yeah. Can, please where? don't come to my birthday. Uh-huh. I love you guys, but please don't come. But you can follow me uh, social media um, on Twitter. I am uh, I am Dominic Adams. Dominic yes. Adams was taken by somebody else. Rude. Can Rude. you please give me the Twitter handle Dominic Adams? And the uh, on on the Instagram, I am Dominic the underscore gram. Adams, and that's all I do. Okay, great. No Snapchat. No, that's all. No Pinterest. Yeah, no. no. Although Pinterest is amazing when I see other people on it. Yeah, it's fun. It's amazing. <laughs> I know. There's a lot you can find on there. There's so many fun pictures. I know. Pictures. If I wanted to remodel my bathroom. Exactly. Totally. There you go. And that's you guys, what it's there for. do not forget if you want to catch up on six on the History Channel, go to thehistorychannel.com. You can see all the episodes in full. Catch up on it. It's about to end the first season. Please season tune in two. for the series yes. finale. It's yes. incredible. That's right. Right. Um, thank you for thank coming. You. Thank you, ladies. Such a pleasure. It's been a real pleasure. A real Lovely. treat. I, I feel, a, treat I feel a little bit. I feel bit like sh- we've all treated each other today. I we've feel treated a little, a friend. I feel a little peckish for more. Oh, wow. Oh. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna really ponder making sex for the rest of the okay, day. Okay, great. <laughs> you like go fun. make that sex. You go make that um, sex. And guys, don't forget to tune in next week for our guest Stephanie Gray, and follow us at Complicated Show on all of the socials. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to tell a friend. One of the biggest mm-hmm. favors you can do is that we know you have a lot of different shows to listen to. So thank you for listening to ours and coming back for more. Thank you for being peckish for more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's never gonna get old. It's no, just not. Um, so while you're there listening to our show, you could rate us. Comment Comment, leave us a message, stalk us, drop us a line, do what you got to do. And we leave you with a quote of the day. That's right. Confidence is not they will like me. Confidence is I'll be fine if they don't. It's true. Says Ryan Seacrest, Ryan who everybody Seacrest. may or may not like. I, I think he's a great host. I like Carson Daly better. Oh, well. So there you go. Wow. Fuck you, Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> from one. <laughs> you go back to American Idol oh, where you belong. Oh, God. Okay, well, and if you would like to follow me on all the socials, you can at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and my website. And you can follow me at Jennifer Golden. That's Jennifer with one N and one F. No! Yes! There's Everybody two asks. Fs. They assume one N. Oh, there must be another double no. letter in there, because how could you go without it? I don't. One N, one F, goddammit. Jennifer Golden <laughs> at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, my website. And together we are Two Drunk Girls Productions. That's right. Tune in next week for more. We love Love you a long time. Cheers. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.